Bonsoir, mes amis. Thank you so much for being here. There are so many of us on this call this evening from all around the world. I'm looking here at all of the different countries. This is really, really exciting, really beautiful. Let's get started. So tonight's topic is inspired by the French expression, prendre sa place. Before I begin to talk about that, let's, as usual, take a second just to ground together to separate whatever we were doing before we get on this call from the time we're going to spend together on this call. And of course, as always, there will be uh, time available at the end for conversation. If there's something um, that you'd, you know, you'd rather share with me in an email after the call, you're always welcome to do that as well. And of course, I'll always teach you some French, whether you're here on these culture calls for that or not. So remember how I say we breathe in is on inspire, and how I say we breathe out is on expire. It sounds very awkward in English. We breathe in, we breathe out, but this is how we say this in French. On inspire, on expire. So let's breathe in, on inspire, et on expire. On inspire, et on expire. Et une dernière fois, and one last time, on inspire. Et on expire. So hopefully you're even a little more relaxed than you already were, given it's Sunday. Hopefully today's been a very sweet, restful day for you. And uh, before I begin on this week's topic, I wanted to briefly touch on the last topic, love, l'amour. I received so many wonderful messages and really interesting stories after that talk. And I thought about it more and there's actually something very important that I left out. So I will be doing a part two of that particular talk soon. So keep an eye out for that. Prendre sa place. For those of you who don't speak French, prendre, P-R-E-N-D-R-E is a verb. It means to take. Sa, S-A is a possessive adjective. So it means his or her, or in this case, ones. And place, P-L-A-C-E means place. And this is what we call a true friend or a true cognate. This is one of the many, many, many words actually that has the same meaning and spelling in French as it does in English. And if you've, any of you have been in class with me, you know that that's one of the ways that I like to encourage you to build your vocabulary is to focus on these. Literally, there are myriad words that exist between French and English. Not only does it help you to build your vocabulary more quickly, but it's a really great opportunity to practice your French accent in a very fun way. Place plus, place, plus, because you immediately really um, have that visceral experience of how much more delicate and 
light and how much smaller French is in our mouths than English, particularly American English. So prendre sa place, to take one's place. This expression really moves me, has, has changed um, my inner dialogue in a very positive way. I'll break down how for you throughout this talk, but let's first break it down word by word. So prendre, to take, right? Prendre, to take. Sa, one's, place, place. I love this concept of taking one's place for many reasons. Um, I think, I know that, you know, one of that I was operating from a paradigm for quite some time in my life as an artist, as an entrepreneur, um, as sort of, you know, waiting to be um, given my place. And I don't mean given in a sense of, you know, not working for it or earning it, but more in a sense of, you know, waiting, waiting to be picked, waiting um, for someone perhaps to tell me that I was good enough, you know, Many of you might not know this, that I was working as an actress in New York and in California before I moved to Paris. I started French is Beautiful actually when I was living in California about a year before I moved to Paris. So of course, it's very easy to see how I was living you know, through this. I was operating through this paradigm of waiting to be picked. So for me, the idea of taking instead of waiting to be given is is very powerful and very beautiful and it's not taking in an aggressive sense and it's certainly certainly not taking as you know in a sense of you know taking something that's not yours which I'll get into more in a minute um but it's it's very assertive and to me I find that incredibly inspiring this french perspective of prendre sa place take your place take your place in this world, prendre sa place or prendre ta place or prendre votre place. So I found that particularly inspiring, especially, you know, especially in the last year. The second word, sa, you know, his or hers or one's or, or your place, ta or, or votre your place. I think that this is something that a lot of people can relate to, particularly women. Um, sometimes uh, we can be very concerned that, you know, maybe our happiness or our success perhaps comes at the detriment of someone else's, almost as if there's not enough to go around. Or maybe if we shine too brightly that we might cast a shadow or if we shine too brightly that we might be less lovable or we might be intimidating and for me this you know it's ironic because you know I love I love communicating I'm a performer at heart so it's very ironic this this innate desire to express and communicate and perform, but then also, um, you know, not, not quite being able to step into that because, you know, being afraid for the reasons that I just cited. So, you know, 
your place. Take your place. I love this because to me, it means you can't, if something's yours, you're not taking something away from anyone else, right? Ponta plus. You're not taking someone else's place. You're not stealing someone else's place. You're stepping into your place, into your role, into your predestined spot on this journey. And I love the word plus or place because, you know, in English, we talk a lot about finding your true purpose or living your purpose, which is equally as, uh, you know, meaningful. And I resonated with this for a long time. It's very, it's a very action oriented image. It's, um, you know, in, in that sense, it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, it's assertive again, it's also assertive in its own way, but, um, we can get a little bit lost in action. Sometimes action is a very tricky thing. We can sometimes procrastinate through misdirected action. We can be really committed to action because we are, um, you know, really driven by success. Maybe we're really driven by what success means to us, how others will perceive us. And so for me, purpose, the word purpose is a very action oriented word versus the word place or plus. And this resonates with me so much with where I am in, in my life right now, you know, both in business and in, and in my personal life, just really trying to be present trying to be observant, trying to be calm. I've noticed in the last, um, particularly the last six months, how much more powerful I am when I'm in a very calm, I almost want to say focused, but um, it's, 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 a, it's a focus, but that comes through letting go a little bit, just a very calm, full feeling my energy place being in a place, not necessarily being in a purpose, but being in a place. And, and so this expression, prendre sa place, speaks to me on a very, very deep level. Because when you're thinking about the place you want to be in, and I don't necessarily mean a destination, right? Destination is very action-oriented. It's very purpose-driven. It's very off in the future. It's not here and now. And this is not, and I'm talking about everything that has to do with here and now tonight in this call with Ponsa Place, because we're only ever in the here and now, right? So when I think about taking my place, when I think about stepping into my place, I really think about how how I want to make others feel, how I want to feel. And that's where we connect with our destiny. Prendre ta place. I had a beautiful conversation that inspired this talk about a week and a half ago with um, a French woman who I have a lot of respect for, who um, she's, she's everything that you think of when you think of, you know, in Parisienne, and she also has... Um, you know, this very, um, this very mystical side to her and, and, and she's really taken her, she's really taken sa place, her place. She's a, she's a very powerful presence to, 
to her presence is very powerful. And so we had this great conversation about, you know, prendre ta place. And I think when you get into a place, <laughs> a place, when you're able to prendre ta place, you ha- you've really been able to let all of these notions of, well, if I really step into my power, if I really, really shine, um, you know, bad things might happen. You're, you step into um, a feeling where you let go of all of these fears. You know, it's, I mentioned that in the notes, in the email for this call, you know, how to, you know, what this expression has taught me about our fears. Our fears are going to get in the way of us taking our place. And these are very real things, you know, and then I thought it was important to talk about this tonight because I know that many people deal with this, especially a lot of successful people. And I've been fortunate in my life to have had mentors that I respect so much, people that I, you know, I only really knew in the media that I, that I reached out to, that I was able to have, you know, an insight more into their personal journey. And, and they shared with me what it feels like to be doing what they're doing. And I think it's a, I think it's very important for those of us with an audience, especially an audience that is looking to, you know, create their own creative projects, to put their own messages out there. I think it's very important to share that, um, to share what it feels like to be stepping into power, to prendre ta place, because um, it probably looks a lot more fluid than it feels. So I want to make sure that everyone knows if you're having any of these fears or any of these, you know, questions, and it doesn't even matter if you're an entrepreneur, it could be anything. It could be just in how you're, how you're communicating with those you love in your personal life. It could be, you know, how you're, (laughs) <laughs> how you're communicating with your neighbor. It could be, you know, how you're managing your team at the office or how you're communicating with your boss. All of these things, how we take our place in the world affects everything we do. You know, the smile that we give to the person who sells us our coffee in the morning. We, we listen, we know what our place is in this world. And I think that a lot of the frustration and the fear just comes from getting in our own way of taking it. So, you know, these fears of, will I still be lovable? Will I have to lose certain things if I step into my place? Will certain relationships change? Will, you know, will everything that's on my plate still be there? Will it look different? We have to really believe in the power of taking our place and really believe in the the power of destiny and to know that, you know, if our place is creating a certain project that we believe there's a need for, if our place is, you know, being that, that kind, that kind presence in the morning. Again, I always think of, you know, these little interactions that for me are not so little at all, you know, being that one kind customer in the morning when we get our coffee, Whatever our place is, as a sister, as a mother, as a coworker, um, you know, as a teacher, whatever our place is, we know what our place is, and it's easier that said than done. But so much joy comes from 
taking our place. And again, we're not taking anyone else's place because our place only belongs to us. And it's really, truly, it's really two inches in front of us, just waiting for us to take it wherever we go. And it's a place. It's not an action. It's a place. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. It's not someone else's and it's not going to be given to you. You have to take it. And I've experienced this many times in my life. This, the, the, the miracle of what will, <laughs> the things that will come into your life that you've been wanting for so long, but you need to take that first step for them to meet you halfway. You need to take that first step. You need to take your place. And I've definitely experienced that, uh, you know, on my journey creating French is Beautiful. I've definitely experienced that in my personal life. And this, again, this conversation that I had about this, this expression, prendre sa place, the week before last, um, it just, I just had a, a very expansive aha moment and you know there's there's some great examples of this in art in literature those of you who received the french weekend newsletter this evening i included uh two features about the french gardener andre le nôtre so he did you know the gardens of versailles the gardens of chantilly of fontainebleau everyone always wants to say fontainebleau it's fontainebleau as in Fontaine, blow me a kiss. Now you'll always get that right. Fontaine, blow me a kiss because it's B-L-E-A-U. He took his place. His grandfather was a gardener. His father was a gardener. He took his place. And I, I love, you know, this is such a beautiful metaphor because, you know, he expanded the garden, the gardens to go as far as the eye can see to the horizons. Now, was he thinking in his head, I want to be different. I want to stand out from the others. Was he coming from an external standpoint? I do not think so. I really do not believe so. I believe that he knew what his place was because he knew what his vision was. And he was really looking inward, not looking outward to be picked, not looking outward to be given his place, but he just had a vision he believed in it, and he brought it to the world and took his place. And he changed the French garden forever. He's still the master of French gardens. And if you got the newsletter today, you'll see a really lovely article in French that goes into great detail about what specifically he did for French gardens, changing French landscape architecture. And then also there's a, a really great trailer for a film with Alan Rickman and Kate Winslet about him too. That's in English. That's really, really lovely and inspiring. Also, I've been reading, um, I love Letters to a Young Poet, Rainer Maria Rilke. I love, I love, I've read this book so many times. I think the first time that I read it, I was 15. And in the first letter, so he's, he's writing to this, he's responding to this young poet, this fan who's written him. And this fan, this aspiring poet, writes him because, you know, he's at a crossroads in his life. He's in military school, but he, he really believes he's a poet. 
he learns that Rainer Maria Rilke had a similar crossroads at one point in his life. So, and, and, and it turns out they have a teacher in common. So the young poet takes this as, you know, a serendipitous sign and writes to Rainer Maria Rilke and sends his poetry and asks Rainer Maria Rilke his opinion, basically asking if he should continue. And in the first letter, the first response that we read in this collection of letters, letters to a young poet, Lettre à un jeune poète, if you're reading it in French, right out of the gates, Rilke says to him, you know, I'm not going to comment on your poetry. He actually does comment one or two very brief lines. Um, um, and he actually returns the poems to the young poet. And they keep writing. There's a series of letters that go on throughout this entire collection. Um, but the, I love that this discourse, this dialogue between them starts off with Rilke saying to him, it doesn't matter what I think. Thank you so much for writing me. I'm so touched. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. All that matters is what you feel, what you think, what you extrapolate from your life experience, how you incorporate that into your writing, and how you then transmit that into the world. And that, mes amis, is how one takes their place. It's a funny thing to to, to really realize what a balancing act it is to be in the world and of the world and to really be full on the inside, to have a rich experience on the inside, to stay in touch with yourself on the inside. And this experience that I've had living in France has been very powerful because, and you heard me talk about this in the self-confidence talk a few weeks ago, um, you know, there's so much uh, value here placed on the individual, you know, on existentialism. And because of that, you know, there's this, there's a beautiful, powerful compass here of operating from your desires, operating from your desires, and also letting the other operate from their desires. And taking your place, prendre Sa plus. Here's the thing also about taking, well, let me say this. Here's the thing about not taking your place. Not taking your place in the world is a tragic thing for the rest of us. Imagine you know, I'm not saying that I'm changing the world with French is Beautiful, but um, imagine if I was still in a smaller feeling space in L.A., feeling disempowered, waiting to be picked. Imagine all the hours of, you know, French lessons I wouldn't have taught. Imagine the people that would have, wouldn't have been inspired by pictures or videos on Instagram. Imagine the women, the women that wouldn't finally be living their dreams of, you know, ordering a cafe creme in French in Paris. Again, I'm not saying that I'm changing the world, but, but if I had stayed in that place, 
of waiting to be picked, which did not feel great. All of this positivity would have just been latent, inactive. And if any of you listening to this call or relating to what I'm saying and are, you know, really moved by this expression, prendre sa place, and you, and you feel like maybe you haven't been, please take your place. We need you. The world needs your gifts. And I promise you that there's so much love waiting for you from those who want to really see you in your light and see you shine. And there's actually a lot of love waiting inside of you for yourself when you step into that place of really having, you know, operating from your complete fullness inside, in your place, not someone else's. You're not taking anything away from someone, you know. Imagine living Imagine living in a way where you feel so empowered that things like jealousy or envy, these are very natural things that come up for all of us all the time. But imagine these things coming up and having less power over you. Imagine you being able to really just sort of use them as indicators for the things that you might not have, but you want. Imagine... um, Imagine feeling so empowered that you can softly say no to things that don't serve you, to projects that don't serve you, perhaps to um, relationships that don't serve you. I don't want to say to people that don't serve you because I don't believe in, you know, in, in throwing, I don't really believe in throwing anything out. I've, I believe that we learn from the good as much as we learn from the bad or the difficult as much as we learn Uh, from the uplifting, but that's what it means to take your place, to know that you are fully capable of giving yourself what you need, to know exactly what you want, to know how you want to make other people feel, to know that you're operating in a way that your future self will be very, very proud of. One of the things that's inspired me a lot as I make decisions in my life is the concept of legacy, not just for, you know, who I want to inspire and how, what I want to put into the world, but also for, for myself, you know, I hope to live a very, very long life. How will I look back on my 39 year old self today? Will I be proud of the decisions that I've made? Will I, you know, what kind of stories do I want to be able to tell to the younger people coming before me? And also, you know, and I'm sure you've all had this experience and this is, this is really, really moving when you think about it. You never, you never know who's watching you and you never know who's listening. Everything we do has meaning, you know, every little interaction and there's always opportunities to, to really, um, again, I was going to say be your best self, but really like, prends ta place, prends votre place, to really take your place and be, and be someone who leaves a legacy 
behind you. I think that, you know, when we look at all of these great artists, there are so many that I admire. Yves Saint Laurent, Georgia O'Keeffe, Colette, many, many artists that are still living. I believe that they have a very, had or have a very clear picture of their place in this, in this world. Perhaps not their purpose, perhaps not their role. For me, purpose and role, again, they're so action-oriented and there's so many different variables possible with them and there's so much, you know, potential, um, you know, ego involved in that. You know, very, when I say ego, I mean, you know, exterior uh, motivations, you know, how we're perceived versus place is very present. It's static in that it's, you know, inactive, it's a place, but it's actually not static at all. Because if you're very, very present, when you think of the, the cumulative hours of being truly present, how powerful that is over a lifetime, when you think of your place in this world, that's when you're, that's when you're building legacy and legacy, you know, I just cited, you know, different artists. Legacy has nothing necessarily to do with celebrity, celebrity. We all leave legacy to anyone, you know, anyone in whose memory we have a place, whether it's coworkers, whether it's family, you know, think of the people in your life that you have very early memories of that, you know, really, really moved you. That's what I mean when I say people are always watching us, people are always listening. It's, you know, there's, there are endless opportunities to inspire people. There are endless opportunities to uh to really take our place and um i want to bring up a very important question and i did mention this in the when i talked about um you know my path as an entrepreneur a couple of weeks ago this very 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 important question that it's really great to ask oneself why not me? You know, we might, we might have an inkling of what our place is in the world, but we might not think that, I don't know, we're smart enough or we're good enough or we deserve it or we're this or we're that. You know, there's so many ideas that we have about ourselves and um, we all have them. I've had the, the, the personal privilege, and I say personal because it's been a real education personally of working with um, people that are very high profile. And I promise you, everyone has these same human uh, inner dialogues of wanting more, being afraid of not being able to, to, to keep what they have, of wanting to be more beautiful, of wanting to be <laughs> known for something other than what they're known for. I mean, it never, ever, it never, ever, ever ends. And the, the way that I've seen, what I've realized is that the most important is just how people learn to, you know, surf those waves, hopefully really smoothly and recognize them as just part of the human experience and see them coming on and, you know, let them wash through you and then let them go through you. Um, and I think that that's one of the great things when you, when you allow yourself to take your place, when you ask yourself, why not me? Why not me? Why not me? You know, I mean, I could have come up with 
I did actually, I came up with so many, you know, reasons why it might not work out by moving to France or, you know, I mean, honestly, I always, I always believed in, in French is beautiful in some, you know, I never, I always, I always knew on a small scale that there would be people that would connect with French is beautiful. I didn't necessarily think that, uh, you know, it would be growing like it is today. And I'm, and I'm elated that it is. Um, but you know, if someone, if someone had said to me, you're going to start this and then a year later, you're going to get a visa and move to France. And then, you know, and then you're going to have 30,000 followers on Instagram. And then you're going to have, you know, these wonderful women on these calls all over Europe and the United States and Australia. I mean, I would have just been, I would have, my eyes would have gotten really big like they are right now. And I would have smiled really big, like I'm smiling right now. And I would have probably said, wow, how do I, how am I going to do that? Um, you know, but sometimes it's easy to get really caught up (laughs) in the how when the a lot of the how, if we just stay true to ourselves, if we take our place, you know, on sa place, day by day, it will come together. The, you know, we're never, we're never alone. Nothing happens in a bubble. I would not be here on this phone call if you were not all here with me. Um, but, you know, obviously we have to, we have to step out into the world. We have to take our place for then the world to meet us and now what's really exciting what's really exciting is that you know when you when you take your place when you are feeling how you want to feel when you are putting feelings out into the world that you want to put out into the world when you are inspiring people in the way that you want to inspire um it's a really amazing feeling to show people who you are when you show people who you are and this is you know I said earlier we we all have these sorts of thoughts of you know we're we're afraid of success it's very natural it's it's very complex I don't understand why I mean logically I can I know the dialogue where we do this as humans but I think it's just one of the probably most complex thing about being a human you know sometimes those of us who are very, very driven by success are, are very, very driven by it because either we're like seeking extreme freedom or we're seeking extreme acceptance. We're seeking love, admiration through success. But success has another side to it where, um, you know, you might be afraid that um, you might become more separate from other people. People might, you know, just, you know, just to to speak objectively about some of these issues that happen sometimes with separation. Um, you know, it's like people might get jealous. People might be intimidated by you. Um, it's hard sometimes for, you know, sometimes really taking your place means that, that, you know, we're actually always, it means that we're going to change a little bit where our actions are going to change a bit. The message we're going to put out, the energy we're going to put out, is going to change a little bit. And it's, it's not always easy for the people who love us and the people we love 
to, to witness this sort of change. And that's so scary because, you know, like I said earlier in this call, you think, well, what's the, what's the price of taking my place? What's the price of stepping into my power? What's the, um, you know, I, I want every, I want to, I want to be more powerful and I want to, to step into my destiny, but I, but I don't want, I don't want anything else to change. Um, but I really promise you, um, there's no, there's no better way to ensure that you will be loved and appreciated wholeheartedly and with, with more grace and ease. And maybe you can even imagine today than by showing people who you really are. A beautiful thing happens when you take your place or, you know, when you, when you feel empowered, a really beautiful thing happens. You allow other people through your example and your energy to do the same thing too. And that's, that's really all that we want. And I think that, um, I think that it's, it's just something that I wish for everyone. I'm not saying I'm there yet, but it's something that, that I'm working on. It's something that, um, you know, clearly is very important to me or I wouldn't be talking about it with you tonight is also really important for me to talk about it because, you know, you, you never know who is listening. And if there's one person on this call who really relates to what I'm saying, then, um, then it makes it all worth it for me. And I love these calls. I wanted to add to before I, before I close my, my share. Um, you know, most of you know me, through Instagram and social media, which I love so much. I love social media. Um, you know, I mean, I love the voiceovers. I love the videos. I, I love, for me, that's a very creative art. It's very true to who I am as, a, as an artist. I've, I've been studying photography since I was 15 years old. I love literature, you know, all these, it's just, for me, I'm so passionate about so much of it. But it's, it's, a, it's only a certain dim, dimension, of, of my work and of my message. So thanks for being on this call because it's very important for me to give a, a, you know, a much more fleshed out, um, view into, you know, you know, not just what French culture and French language have brought to me, what they can bring to you. I think that it's not talked about enough, how much learning another language, speaking another language can really change the way you see the world, change the way you see yourself in the world, change different possibilities you see for yourself. Um, you know, I just got back from a couple of days down in Barcelona, which I always call my California in Europe. I grew up speaking Spanish in California. I love speaking Spanish. I love being in that culture. It's like speaking another language, being in another country, you get to get in touch with different parts of yourself that are sort of sleeping. That's why I put on the Instagram post today. If Paris is calling you, there's a reason. Listen to that. There's something here waiting for you. And connecting through French language to French culture, if French culture calls you, which clearly it does, or you probably wouldn't be following French is Beautiful on social media, then there's a reason. There's something about you that's quietly asking to come up that's quietly asking to have its place 
in your life. And remember that it's not always the calls that are the loudest inside of us that are the calls that need to be heard the most. It's really important. And sometimes things don't make sense, you know? You might think, you know, you might think, it doesn't make sense. I have this obsession with Paris. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. It only has to make sense to you. Going back to the Roka reference, you don't need to, you don't need to ask anyone what direction you need to take. You don't need anyone to tell you what your place is in this world. You know, you know. And when you're ready to take it, you'll take it. And hopefully part of this conversation, if you haven't already, if you don't already feel like you're in your place in this world, hopefully one part or parts of this conversation have given you things to think about that will help you to soften that conversation and uh, give yourself permission to let things inside of you come forward. Things that are gently, gently calling. So prendre sa place, prendre sa place, one of my favorite, favorite French expressions. I'm going to unmute everyone. If you'd like to add to the conversation, you're more than welcome to do so. You can simply say bonsoir or bonjour. It's still daytime for those of you in the States. And again, if there's any comments that you would like to send me by email, I love receiving your emails. They feel more like letters because they're, they're always just really rich in their sharing than please, please feel free to do that. Well, thank you so much for being here. Someone in Paris loves you. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next call. Je vous embrasse. I kiss you, meaning French style, la bise. Et je vous souhaite une très belle soirée. And I wish you a very beautiful evening. Good night, everyone.